namo kali kali om namo om namo kali om namo kali kali om namo om namo kali om namo kali om namo kali kali om namo om namo kali om namo kali kali om namo Oh, great goddess, I invoke you in this space. Oh, great goddess, I invoke you in this space. Burn it all away, Kali, burn it all away. If it does not serve us, then burn it all away. Om Namo Kali Kali, Om Namo. Om Namo Kali, Om Namo Kali Kali. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for joining us, Electrical Essence, and this is Unique Vibrations. And again, I want to thank um, Alexander for my new intro. I love it. He's got such a beautiful voice, and um, I just love hearing him sing. And so today's topic is actually um, it is a lesson discussion that Alexander did earlier today, and um, it's on the importance of the tree of life in regards to relationships, as well as attachment and detachment. And towards the end of the discussion, um, he does get a little bit into um, dragons, and this is coming from the dragon mystic himself. Um, and if you are interested in learning more about dragons or taking some courses, um, I will leave some links um, you can you know look into. And um, so if you give me just a moment here, I'm gonna get that going. And again, I wanna thank everybody. And so, segment's only about 20, 25 minutes long, and and if you have any questions, you know, just leave a comment um, and enjoy. It's going to be a life lesson. It's something very beneficial. But it's more akin to relationships than it is anything else. So that's what we're going to talk about. And yes, we're getting... I think we're in Pisces season already. So it's also about a time of endings. However, it's also about a time of renewal, growth. With Ostara coming up the 20th for the spring equinox, it's also a time for planting the seed. So again, to get into today's lesson, we're going to talk about the lesson and the importance of the tree. I find this lesson the, one of my favorites because it does tell a lot of tell and it does tell a lot of stories. So yes, I do have my medicine staff with me and my feather fan. Well, the reason why is because... My staff is like the trunk of a tree. It is what holds me steadfast. It's what brings stability. The feather fan, to me, is like the leaves of the tree. Again, I may lose feathers here and there, but I will always have the main support. So, to get into the lesson, life is like a tree. Friends change like leaves through seasons. 
Some friends stay for lifetimes, which becomes the root of the trees, to nurture us, support us, and help us to grow. While some are our support, our pillar, that becomes our friends for lifetimes. These are the friends that make up the trunk of the tree, those that we can always turn to for stability and support. So again, how does these three aspects play a part in our life? Well, for example, some friends are only meant to be with us for a season, in which is the changing leaves that come and go. That happens all throughout life. doesn't matter. Again, why should we give attention to the passing leaves? when we can enjoy the beauty of it. Similar to the sakura, or the cherry blossoms. Again, we all know the cherry blossoms aren't going to be there forever. But for that brief moment, we can enjoy it. It's the same thing with any soulmate relationship. They come and go, doesn't matter. But there will be those relationships that can last a lifetime. The things you want to keep are those that nurture you and help you to grow. However, just as a tree has many leaves, it only has a few roots. This is the small ragtag team that you would keep closest to you. So another way to put it is if you are the trunk of the tree, your little circle of friends that you trust the most, that nurture you, that help you to grow, those would be your, your roots. So this would be that ragtag team of five, five to maybe ten people in this ragtag team. However, they later become your trunk because once they become your friends, once they become your support for enough time, they will become a part of your trunk, a part of your life for lifetimes. However, some roots are meant to die, meaning some roots tend to have their purposes, but this is after a long period of time. Then you get into the leaves which again just come and go so how does this play an important part well it's to know the difference who or what is nurturing you what supports you what doesn't support you what things go on in your life in their life how does their life impact you how does your life impact them how do you guys have a beneficial uh, working relationship, how uh, symbiotic is your guys' relationships, meaning how does your relationship work with one another, is there that constant balance with the push and pull where everything is in harmony, in order, or is there still a little chaos? Or is there just too much fighting, not enough 
flow of energy to get around to keeping it a stable relationship. Well, this is the hardest lesson to teach because it's the hardest to kind of grasp is one, we all wish that all of our friends can be with us for a lifetime. But we need to learn to let go. Again, we have our hopes that everybody can work together, be together. But sometimes this isn't possible. However, everybody else is their own tree too. Not only do they help nurture and support us in our growth, in our essence, in our personal tree, but we also influence theirs. So instead of just looking at ourselves, how do our roots influence one another? How do we help to be beneficial to one another? How do we interact? Who gets what benefits? Do we both benefit? Do just me benefit? Do you benefit? So it's kind of like that in its unique way. Just as there is abundant trees in the forest, so too is there abundant humans in their own forest. Again, it's the hardest to explain. If one person was a tree and we were all put into a forest, we would all be interconnected. But just as much as we are interconnected, not only can we damage each other, but we can also damage ourselves. <sighs> One of the key lessons here, and I know it doesn't sound like it's going to make sense, but when you think about it, society is like a forest. It nurtures and grows with one another, together in harmony. But when there is disorder, decay and rot sets in. So without a constant need of balance, there could be no creation, only destruction. But with too much destruction, creation must begin. <sighs> but yeah, that's one part of the lesson. The other lesson for today is more so towards how to detach, how to let go, how to kind of step out of the world of ego, or in this particular case, how to set aside the self opposed to working and helping others. Again, this is the hardest of all lessons to learn because one, 
letting go isn't something we're known for. Tell your mom, Annette, that I said happy birthday. But no, the hardest lesson is detachment. It's always been detachment. The reason why detachment is so difficult is because humans just really do not kind of want to let go. They have too much importance or greed that doesn't allow them to accept that they don't need all these different things at all. They can't accept it. But to get to the point, how do you detach? How do you let go? Well, this is the hardest lesson to learn because we, we just can't detach. Or rather, we just don't want to let go. We don't want to feel like we don't have anything because that ego wants that attention, wants that peace to find happiness. Again, it's one of the key flaws in humanity is that we think that we are separated from everything that we think that we need all these extravagant pieces to make us whole which isn't true but to get into that point how would you detach how would you let go how would you remove that sense of ego that self-importance well the key point in this one is you accept it meaning you understand yourself again understanding your emotions how you feel about certain things again instead of relying on temper you practice temperament the ability to restrain your own emotions, the ability to think before you act. <laughs> I know I froze. Understand yourself. Understand your ego. Understand who you are. What it is you want. What it is you desire. What it is that you can do to better your life. Learning to let go of the need for extravagant things. The need for simplicity. Again, we don't need everything. Just a few. Doesn't matter how grand of a palace we own. 
doesn't matter how much wealth we accumulate. Again, dragons will tend to say it's different. They, they would rather attain wealth, especially gold and, and uh, crystals. But the thing that they don't tell you is that the reason why they enjoy treasure, the reason why they enjoy gold, the reason why they enjoy the crystals, the fine jewelry, is because they use these things in magic. They use these simple elements in their alchemy. They use it to extend their own life. I'm not going to get into how they do it, but that's what it was originally for. However, the other thing that I did notice is even though we think of them as greedy, it's just they do not want anybody else to learn that secret. Again, if you had all these ingredients to make the best soup ever, would you allow somebody to take an entire piece or an entire set of ingredients that you need to make that best soup? Well, that's the same point. Dragons do not accumulate wealth just for the fuck of it. They don't. They accumulate it to that specific intent. And whenever... <laughs> they don't have enough of a certain ingredient, it ruins what it is they're trying to do. So it's the same point. Dragons know the difference between being greedy and being selfish versus being egotistical and conniving. <laughs> Which gets into the, the, the point. How do you separate the ego from this particular aspect is to know yourself. Again, knowing that certain things are only meant to be here for a certain, certain pound for a certain amount of time. Nothing more, nothing less. Again, some people say that this is about cutting your emotions and detaching from them. But that's not entirely true. Some of the most influential beings that I've known to let go of the ego are the most empathic. But it's also the ones that are the most hurt. Because in letting go and just being in the emotions for too long, you start to feel and see all the painful things and experiencing them, accumulating them, and letting it go. It's constant transmutation of transmuting these painful energies into something more beneficial. 
So to learn the art of detachment, the art of removing ego is to understand the internal alchemy. Which, if you guys want to do, I highly suggest looking into internal alchemy. Learning to process that internal energy. I did have a book on it. I just don't remember where I put it. Or rather, I did have a book on internal alchemy at one point. But I gave it to a friend to borrow, but they never returned it. Which sucks. It was actually a good book. One of my favorites. But yeah. Internal alchemy. Is the most beneficial. Way to let go. And to transform the self. And yes I know I'm boring. But this will end today's live.